Welcome to the OA Lighter Candle Meeting podcast. Visit our website at www.oalaig.org where you'll find three separate speaker feeds with over 400 speaker files. Forms for ordering CDs for these speakers and a place to donate to keep this special service active. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Lauren. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And um, welcome to um, all the newcomers and people coming back, and happy birthday. Um, And uh, I'm really happy to be here, and thank you for asking me to be here. Um, So I um, I have some pictures going around. They're not um, super fancy. I can't really find the originals, Um, but they, they show you what it was like for me. Um, I've been in program for a little over seven years, and right now I'm um, abstinent for, it'll be uh, like 21 months, 21, yeah, 21 months um, this time. And uh, as of this last Wednesday, I'm down 101 pounds from my top weight when I came in. So I still, um, I, I kind of can't believe it, um, but... Here I am anyway. Um, And uh, this is definitely the uh, least amount I've weighed in my adult life. I wish that I knew how much I weighed, like, in college, Um, but I have no idea. So definitely as an adult. Um, And it is new. It's it's very new. But, uh, you know, and I've heard people say this before, um, but it's, it's true. It's, you know, you can lose... You can lose a lot of weight, and I'm still, I'm still me. I mean, I'm, I'm different. Life is, life is good, and my head is better. And, um, but I am, I'm still Lauren. I'm happy to be Lauren, but um, it's things aren't as different as maybe I would have thought because, like I said, I've never been at um, a healthy body weight as an adult, so I really didn't know. Um, so basically, what it was like, um, I identify as. Um, a compulsive overeater, and um, I grew up, um, you know, I grew up in a house with um, an addict parent, and uh, with a divorce, and what I realize, what what I'm realizing about myself is that I'm extremely sensitive, and, um, you know, I I always knew that I had, you know, I knew that I had a little bit of... um, you know, low-grade depression, but what I really didn't realize until I put down the food was the anxiety that I felt, and um, and just basically I, I come from a place of feeling like I am not enough, I, uh, there's something wrong with me, I, I, and I still, I still see it, I still work on it every, every day, I work on it. Um, I'm not good enough, uh, there's something wrong with me. And I've got to do what other people need me to do, and that's 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 where I come from. So um, so I so you know, I grow up and um, and I eat I eat a lot. One of my earliest memories um, is being excited about the uh, the ice cream man with the truck. Um, and then uh, another memory is uh, being really excited about my Raggedy Ann birthday cake when I was, like, four. Um, I remember when I was in um, preschool, 
And one day we had, my brother and I had to stay uh, for lunch, which we didn't usually. And what the kids were having was plain tuna with nothing in it. And I remember as like a five-year-old thinking, um, oh my God, these poor kids, they have to eat tuna without mayonnaise? That is horrible. What a horrible life. Um, so I know that I was, um, I had opinions about food uh, going way back. So, um, so basically, uh, grew up, um, middle school, high school, and then just, I, I think I was at a more normal weight than I remember being. Um, but then when I went to uh, college, I definitely, I, I, when I graduated, I was 220 pounds. So um, that was uh, the most at that time. Um, and then I uh, got out into the world and um Finally, and I was always trying to be the best, the best girl possible. I think it was part of my growing up in an addict home where I felt like if I could just be um, perfect and not cause any trouble, that I wouldn't um, prompt anyone to act out in their own ways. And so, if I was good, they, I would not be a reason why they were uh, doing things and therefore not taking care of me. So, um, so then. When I uh, graduated college, that's when I started um, smoking cigarettes and pot. So um, I did that for for like a decade. I, um, I I worked. I you know had a good job. I still I still do. I still have the same job. I've been working there for 15 years. Um, but I was in New York City, and um, what I did was I had my core group of friends. And, uh, you know, and it started, in, and otherwise I would be home and I would be, uh, I would be eating. I mean, I think it's a pretty typical story. Um, uh, mostly it was started on the weekends with, like, the real checking out with, you know, getting high and, and eating. Uh, I learned pretty quickly that I had to order in because uh, I was always burning myself on the, to- on the oven when I was smoking. So uh, I couldn't do that anymore. And... Um, and yeah, that's what I did. And then, you know, it started to creep into, you know, days of the week. And I was very, uh, you know, it was very ritualized and very planned and very, I will take care of everything I need to before I <coughs> do all my stuff, you know, and then I won't have to answer the phone and, you know, I'll make sure all my bills are paid, all my phone calls are answered, anything that had to be done, it would be done. And then I could smoke my pot and watch my TV and, and eat. So, um, so that is what I did for... Like I said, pretty much kind of a decade. And then I moved out here um, eight years ago. Um, I was tired of New York City. Um, Anybody who's listening, I love it there. I lived there for nine years. I really do. I'm from upstate New York. Um, But uh, but I was done. For me, I I like to call it um, hardcore urban living. And um, I was done with it and and the weather. Um, And uh, so I asked my my workplace if I could uh, move my job out here and they said yes so um, I did and uh, what happened I moved here and um, yeah I I ate and ate and ate and um, I decided I wanted to get some exercise so I joined um, a group that has you you know trained to uh, walk the LA Marathon I can't really I'm not a good runner my body doesn't like it so um, I decided I I would walk it and I really did it as just a um, like as an exercise plan Um, and I really didn't think about actually the the marathon itself which is why I think I 
kind of succeeded doing it, but I was like 240 pounds, and I have to say I'm so lucky. I feel like um, like I've always been one of like the fittest fat people I've known, and yeah, and like not had a lot. Of, seriously, knock on this without. Um, so lucky. I never had high blood pressure. I have no idea how this happened, um, but. Um, and have always been strong and able to exercise. And so anyway, so I did it. Later found out that, like, way after that, my family was actually very concerned about me doing it, wondering how, like, a someone who weighed that much, like, would they be able to, you know, walk 26 miles? And um, I, I knew it would be fine. But um, but I get it. But um, so this is this is what it taught me, um, training and and uh, walking the LA Marathon. Because, you know, if anyone has done it, you know, you can train for five or six months and you, you know, gradually um, up the miles. But, you know, on any given Saturday, I could walk 15 miles and I did not lose any weight during that whole entire time. Not at all. So to me, that really shows um, how much about the food it is. And and I had I had this great... I had this great plan of, uh, you know, getting up really early in the morning on Saturday, walking my miles, and then, you know going to the supermarket, getting my binge foods, going home, taking a nap, smoking, smoking, and eating. Um, so uh, so I did that. But, hey, I did. I walked in the marathon. Um, I did it. So, uh, so then after that, um, I think it did help me maintain because then I really did. I gained another, like, I don't know, 20 pounds after that, which got me to the 255, which was my top weight. And, um, and finally, this is... <laughs> All of the all of the checking out I did didn't really kind of hit me. The, the the thing that really got me to realize that that um, my thinking was messed up was that I realized I was only smoking pot so that I it was easier to binge. I didn't care about getting high at all. I just I just I, I wanted to be able to stuff my face, just better, stronger, faster. And that's when I, and that's what I said to myself. Hmm, something doesn't seem right here. And um and also I. It was so unhappy, and I and I knew I was able to say to myself, "You are killing yourself." I was talking to myself. I am killing myself, and I don't care. I'm I'm acknowledging it openly to myself, and I do not care. Um, and luckily, I didn't live in that space very long because um, I, uh, I I came into the rooms not long after that, but. But actually, what I had done was, when I lived in New York, I did go to a handful of meetings in New York, um, and it did not uh, take for me at all. I did not, I didn't get it. Um, yeah, moved out here. I was going to go to my first meeting, like, about six months before I actually did start working the program, and I, uh, I remember it was um, at the log cabin on Monday night, and I remember driving up there and looking around and being like, yeah, I don't know where to park. I'm going home. So, um, so I did. I did not stick around. <laughs> And then, um, oh, and I do want to say I, I did know about 12-step programs because um, I had a close family member who um, worked one, and um, and it was working for them, and um, which was really nice, and I could see their life changing, and so I knew about it, and I knew about OA, um, but you know, wasn't, wasn't didn't do it yet. So I did. So I so seven years ago, I I I, I started working the program. Um, and uh, and for me, I um, it worked for me right away. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Also, also what got me in here was um, so I'd gotten to the point where I realized I was killing myself and I didn't care and that I had to lose weight. And so I went to a commercial diet plan 
and uh, in the first week gained two and a half pounds. <laughs> so um, that was, and I think that was when I said, I, obviously, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. So here, so here I am. So I. Uh, I came into the I, I came into the rooms. I remember um, peop- I was just I was ready. I'm very grateful that I was. I remember being very uh, wondering how do I get started? What do I do? What am I going to do? Um, and for people who are who are newcomers, um, the basically the first thing people told me was to um, we'll keep coming back to meetings. Um, oh, and it's a good uh, point to mention that um, if you don't hear um, anything familiar from me that you connect to, then um, please keep going to meetings. I've heard people say uh, go to at least six before you decide if you want to stick around. Um, but I'd say go to more um, if you, you're still not sure. But um, so uh, people told me find a sponsor because you need to start working the steps. And so I said, okay, I'll do that. How, how, how does one do that? And um, I found that very stressful for a little while. But I think within two weeks I did end up, um, I heard someone lead at a meeting. I went up and I asked her, um, she would be my sponsor, and um, she uh, she said, uh, "Yeah, give me you know, give me a call." And I did, and um, and I worked for her for a number of years, and I worked on the steps, and I actually stayed on that commercial food plan. That was my food plan for a while, and at that point, I in my first year, I lost like 60 pounds, and um, and that was my first year. And then honestly, it's been seven years. I have no idea what happened. There was a few years where I was just maintaining. And then I think I just wasn't, you know, I finished working the steps. I definitely find that when I'm actively working the steps is when my program, it, my program is good. There's a lot less chance that I'm going to lose my way if I'm actively working them. So, um, so I finished all the steps and I wasn't actually working them. And I was, you know, I'm going to meetings and I didn't have any real, um, I didn't have any real food plan. And, you know, fast forward to a few years later and I'm, you know, I've gained about 40 pounds and I'm not abstinent anymore. So, um, and then, so that kind of happened twice. I, I, st- I started over t- uh, two times. Um, the second time after I ate a box of Girl Scout cookies, they were good. But um, <laughs> but uh, so that was my last that was my last binge a few years ago. But um, so I uh, and then I don't know what it while all that while all that was going on, I was I was still going to meetings. Um, I was always always going to meetings. Um, and when I'm coming back and. What I really tried to do, and I think I did this for about a year and a half or two years, was um, I really tried to listen to people who were 100-pounders and, you know, what do what what do they do? Because that was what I uh, the, the, I related to that. So, um, and what I heard was um, I heard uh, committing food every day. Um, I heard lots of meetings. I heard uh, lots of honesty. Uh, this is what these people did who lost a lot of weight and kept it off, and um, and I would listen, and I would think, oh, okay, great, I'll, when I feel like I'm ready for all that kind of action, I'll do something about it, I guess, but in my head, it was just like I was collecting information about how to work the program, so, um, or work it even more, um, so, then, um, Started my abstinence over, started doing three meals a day with an optional snack and no binging, and um, 
still was unhappy. I was abstinent. I definitely wasn't losing any weight. Um, and I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And um, I was at my Saturday morning meeting, and I turned to someone who um, I'd seen in the rooms, didn't really know, kind of intimidated me. And I feel like I, I hear that. You get, get a lot of results out of talking to people who intimidate you. But um, I know I do. But uh, And I just turned to him and said, um, I am tired of this not working. And he said, do you have a sponsor? And I said, you know what? I actually don't right now. I had a temporary spot there. So he said, go find one. And I said, okay. And so um, I, I, I talked to other program people, and they, uh, one of them directed me to a meeting where um, I had not been before and um, actually introduced me to um, the nice lady who became my sponsor. And um, we started working together and then a little over a year ago. And, um, and that was the start of a new chapter in my program because um, I knew I knew when I um, – I keep, meaning to, I keep meaning to tell her this, but um, I knew when I met her that I had seen her, that she, that she worked a strong program, and I had, uh, the first time I had seen her had been years ago at um, a birthday party where she was helping out at a, um, uh, one of the workshops there. So I had, I had remembered her um, for many years. So then when, um, so I don't think she knew me, but when I met her, I, I had known who she was. But, um, so, um, so we started working together, and, and here's, Here's what it. Here's what I do because this is um, so. It's so important um, to my life right now, uh, and will be. Um, these are like the, the the logistics, the actions. So I commit my food in the morning, which um, if I the day before I started doing it, I never would have believed that I would have been willing to do it. Um, I commit my food in the morning. I talk to my sponsor Monday through Friday for 15 minutes in the morning. I um, pray every day, talk to God, connect with God. Um, I uh, go to five meetings a week and um, do service commitments at them. And um, those are, I guess, those are the those are the hard hard things that not hard, but the 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 definite things I do every day. Yeah. Um, and uh, and for me, it's. Um, Committing my food in the morning is it's so amazing because it takes my it takes my emotions out of it. I don't have to worry about especially at work. Oh my gosh, like if I'm having a stressful day at work, I wanna reward myself with lunch like it ain't nobody's business. So, um so I don't have to so I don't do that anymore because I know exactly what I'm eating if I wanna reward myself with a little more spinach um in my salad then uh more power to me. But um but yeah, and even uh, when things are good, the example I like to use um, is that I uh, I bought a condo, which I'm very excited about. And when I found out it was me and these other people who um, were put in a bid for it, and when I when my agent called me and told me that I had won it, I was so excited. And it was right before lunch, and I thought to myself, "Thank God, I know what I'm eating for lunch today already, because I want to celebrate. I want to have a celebratory lunch." So. Um, so I am really glad not to have uh, not to to kind of have my options taken away from me. Uh, well, no, I, I make the option every morning. Here's the other thing: is that I I do kind of believe in the um, I don't know where it comes from in our literature or our program or whatever about abstinence 
being um, either at a healthy body weight or on your way towards it. But I like thinking of it that way, and I'm still kind of on my way. And um, so in the morning, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat for the rest of the day, um, like I don't, I don't have no no sugar on or no dessert or anything like that on my abstinence. But um, but I haven't had dessert in over a year because. At 6 o'clock in the morning, it does not seem like a good idea if I want to be going towards a healthy body weight to commit to dessert at, you know, like 14 hours later. It just doesn't make sense. So um, it really, like I said, it kind of um, takes my crazy head out of it. So um, this is what I do right now. Um, I also want to tell you about about God because... um, God is such a huge, obviously, part of um, my life and my program. And um, really kind of unexpected, even though I know that we're supposed to have a, you know, that we have a higher power that gets us um, through everything. Um, So uh, before I came into program, um, I'm Jewish, grew up Jewish. Um, I, you know, I, I believe in believed in God, but um, not anything specific. It's more like I didn't not believe in him than I did believe in him. Um, and uh, and I know that the years leading up towards me coming into program that I, I knew that I felt a hole. I knew I felt like there was a hole, and I knew that I wanted to spiritually fill it, and I knew that I was, you know, investigating in my own religion and, and reading different things, and I knew that there was, um, I knew that there was something that was missing. And as soon as I got here, it was filled. I, I, I know that for sure. Um, even before I, you know, worked as, uh, you know, even before I did my want ad for God and step two or anything like that, I just, um, I, I felt like that this was the right um, spiritual path. So um, now, um, I don't know how or why I began to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity, but. Um, but I do. There's so many different ways for me to um, connect with God and think about God and consider God in my life. Um, one of the things I realized that I'm really grateful for was, for me, is that um, God doesn't not make bad things happen. But God, life is going to happen, and God, but God will help me get through whatever it is. And when things happen, I don't need to either praise or or condemn God for doing these things to me because um, I do believe that life happens and that God is the one that will help me get through them. Um, and then I, I also think about God as, you know, my my higher self without my my brain, my, my upbringing, the, the things that made me who I am and the stories I still, still tell myself. Um, it's that it's that pausing and, and, and asking where I can kind of take my take myself out of it and um, and say, you know, what is the right thing to do right now? What should I do right now? And um, it just it just it works. Um, it works for me. And the more I practice it, and it's taken years. I mean, years. All this stuff is taking me years to do. Um, but uh, I, I just said this um, to someone else that. that and it's true. I believe it. The years are going to pass anyway, so I might as well keep. I might as well keep doing this stuff because I'm going to be able to. In five years, I'll look back and think what 
if, if I had kept on this path, like what, how much stronger this program could be because I'm not explaining it well, but um, the time's going to pass anyway. I'm going to get older. I'm going to continue to live more life. So as long as I can um, bring God into it now, I'll be working towards even a better relationship. Um, oh, yeah. Yesterday. Okay. So I'm going to um, dinner in a few I'm going to, you know, a nice dinner with my family in in a few nights. And um, since I have been losing weight recently, I need some clothes. So I um, decided yesterday to go to the mall and um, look for, you know, a nice outfit to wear, um, which I found. And, um, but at the same time, I needed pants. I need pants. So, um, which is also very exciting because it's a size that I'm definitely not used to wearing. Um, and I was getting so frustrated because I was trying on all sorts of pants, and some pants were fitting me, but um, but they didn't look good. And um, that's another thing that losing weight doesn't always solve. Clothes are all different. Really, we should. I should. I totally want to learn how to make my own clothes so I can just tailor them towards my particular body. Um, because you can still try on like 20 pairs of pants and have them not look good on you. It's so frustrating. Um, but uh, so I was. I was walking around and. Um, uh, the store, and um, I literally had to ask God. And this is this is what's awesome about having a God that you can just talk to, and who's a part of your life. Because I can say something like, "All right, God, I need just uh, just direct me towards the pants. Direct me towards my pants. I need some pants like right now. I'm getting frustrated, dehydrated. I get thirsty when I shop. And show me the pants. And I literally said. Just direct me there. Where Have me turn where you want me to go. And I swear to you, God, in 20 seconds, I found the pants. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, you know, it's such a simple example, but um, I don't know. But it's, you know, it's a relatable example um, of, um, of how God is good. Um, and, uh How else am I, am I, okay, here is, uh, okay, here is how I want God to be helping me right now, you guys, seriously, because one of the huge, um, I have, I have, I have a great life, I have great friends, I have a great family, I have a great place, I have a great job, I mean, some of these things annoy me, but sometimes, (laughs) but, um, but they're all, they're all great. Um, but like, kind of like the Holy Grail, which has always been true for me is a, uh, a relationship with a man. For me, it's just been, it's one of the mysteries of life. And, um, here is, uh, and then in my, this, this kind of made it clear to me how, um, Uh, how uh, it, it, it's getting better. I'm working through it, but like, what kind of a block there is? Because I am working on uh, my fourth step right now um, with my sponsor, and so um, I, well, I'm I'm working on it. And um, and the other day, um, she asked me how. Oh, thank you. She asked me how um, getting started with dating was going because I said I'm I'm going to start dating. I'm going to write a, a profile and and all that stuff, because that's kind of the only way I know how to do it. But, um, so, and I've been dragging my feet for months on it, and she asked me, how's that, you know, how's it going with dating? I was like, ah, what's going on? And and she said, well, do you want to put, you know, 
if you want to put like a, a deadline, a timeline on it of when you're going to like finish your profile. And my reaction was, what? What do you mean? What? What? what, what, what don't you want to talk about why my fourth step isn't done? Why, why do I have to talk about dating? I just was, that's, I'd rather do my fourth step than date. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, um, so that's my biggest thing. That is what I want God to help me with right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel like the 10 minutes was, um, a good uh, reason to wrap it up and see if anybody has any questions. So, thank you. Um, the question is, um, if I commit my food in the morning, then if I'm not sure what my plans are going to be later in the day, how do I handle that? So, I, as soon as I, well, two, two things. As soon as I do know, I usually text my sponsor and tell her. But but I, I usually I set up a guideline ahead of time of what I think it'll be. So if I'm if I'm pretty sure I can get like I'll, I'll just say I'm going to have fish and vegetables, and then I'll I'll see when I get there what exactly that what exactly that is. Um, yeah, and it just happened like the other day where. I, yeah, I had no idea what was on the menu. I was going to a place I had no idea what was on the menu. I didn't even know if they were going to have salad, but I said, I'm going to say a salad with chicken. Hopefully they're going to have it. If not, I'll let you know. But I, but at this point, I've, I kind of stick to the same stuff. So I, uh, I do my best with trying to figure it out. And it's, it's, you know, there are times when I, you know, I get there and, um, you know, I look at the menu and I think, hmm. Yep, I get, you know, before I know what's on the menu, and, I, and if I've said, you know, I'm going to have fish and, and vegetables, and I think, all right, I guess I have to do that, mm-hmm. even though it looks like there's some stuff here. But um, but I do. <laughs> I do it because it, it works. It works. That's what works, and it makes me feel good. And I've never felt, I feel so good, you guys. I, um, I'm, uh, oh, I, uh, I feel like I feel like this is a way of life that really, really, really works for me, and um, and I and I want to do it. And um, this is not for your question, but um, I uh, I've had to make pro- I've had to make programs so much bigger in my life, so much bigger, and it only makes my life better. And and I want to do it. I never would have known that. I never would have known that until I actually did it. And um, and it's one of those things, like meditating for me. I don't know why I like it. I don't know why it works. I just know that it does. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what's my relationship with the scale? Um, and how do I either not celebrate or get down on myself? Um, I forgot to mention that is actually one of the things that is part of my um, part of what I do is I um, weigh myself once a week, and I tell my sponsor about it, and um, it keeps me accountable I'll tell you I I was never um I never I've never I was never big into weighing myself I never really thought about it a lot I don't I don't have a problem right now um doing it other than like kind of any normal kind of problem um but I'm not someone who has a history of like I would weigh myself all the time or 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 like that in fact I would I have the same I have the same scale I've had for like years and years and years but I've gone years and years and years without getting on it at all um but uh okay so what's my relationship with it um oh uh it's a it's still it's still challenging but um 
Sometimes I go kind of the opposite way of when I, when I am losing weight of not wanting to get too excited about it. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Lost two pounds, whatever. Um, and then uh, if I don't... Um, if I don't, it gets super scary because I'm afraid that I'm going to have to change my food. <laughs> um, and that gets really, really scary. And I did. I had a long stretch where I was maintaining. And then a few times where I would um, gain. But, um, but as I'm told, um, it's information. That is what it is. It is information. And um, what I tell them, every time that I got scared about, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to change my food, if... Um, if I'm gaining weight, then I would try to direct my thoughts to God and say, if I have to do that, God, you're going to have to help me do it because I, I, I don't want to do it. I, I, I do not want to deal with it. So um, please, make it, please make it okay, whatever it is. Please make it okay. Thanks. How do I handle the holidays? Um, well, I know for um, Thanksgiving, I like thinking I've heard it um, called Thursday. So um, I, like, I really like that. Um, it makes it a lot easier. Um, when I'm with family and stuff or big events, um, and this could be any time of year um, where there's going to be a lot of food, I like to remind myself to be of service, that I'm going to be of service, even if, um, even if it's, it's as simple as realizing that if it's someone's birthday and, and, you're, going, and you're going to it, then you're you're showing up for them because they, you know, you invite people to come places and you want them to come because you want to feel special. And you want, and so, um, you know, even just showing up is being of service, but um, especially like in a family situation, I really, and in the past I would maybe be a little more resentful. I would always help, always help because I'm a good girl. Um, but I might be resentful about it. Um, but now I, it's, it's, it's a perception. It's a shift in thinking of if I help because, I, I literally want to be helpful and that I know that it will keep me away from um, food, then I'm much happier I'm much happier to do it. It's, um, it's really like, you know, why am I here? And I've definitely heard, you know, you go to places to be with the people, and sometimes the people are challenging. <laughs> um, and not for the food, but, um, but yeah, being of service, um, talking about it. Oh, that's another thing that's totally different about my program now that – um, I never really let myself do before is just talking about the little stuff that bother me. Um, even in the past when I would talk to sponsors or even in, in the morning, um, I wouldn't bring up the little stuff. Like I, like I just brought up that I'm stressed out about buying gifts for people. And then I got to have a whole conversation about that and get into that. And in the past, I just wouldn't have thought it was, I thought it was lame. It's not important enough. But that's exactly the kind of stuff that, you know, stresses me out. So, um, so it's good for me. It's good to um, just talk about all the little things that are bothering me. But um, so, t- talking about if I'm having fears about it, um, and uh, yeah, that's my holiday stuff. Oh, thanks for yeah, cool, totally. How does um, how does having uh, being with a higher power? How does that show up in my work life? Um, Really awesome because I can, because then I have someone to ask for help. Um, and it's like, and, and I know I've kind of been taught, like, who's my boss? How's my boss? So, and even if sometimes I'm scared because I feel like I'm in charge, I'm really still number two because um, <laughs> God is in charge and not me. And um, I find it very helpful. Like, if I see somebody's um, 
name pop up on my phone, and I'm like, oh, I can literally say, hey, God, please tell me that I this person, like, really quick, and then answer the phone. Um, and uh, I just said to, to, to someone the other day that uh, program has, like, completely changed my, I don't know, I don't know how I would do my job, thank you, um, without uh, having worked the steps and without asking my higher power for help. So, thank you. Thank you, Lauren.